It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Monday to you. Welcome into the program. Welcome into a new week on the program. And I hope that uh, your day is starting off okay. It's probably a little cold for you, but hey, it beats snow. And I think that part of, you know, the end of February, because it does fly by, I know theoretically we're talking about two less days than a regular month. And in, in this case, in, in 2024, one less day than a regular month, but it still feels so much shorter. Uh, many of you may be off of work today. It may be a holiday for you, right? President's Day. A lot of you who get up in the morning and have to get the kids ready for school probably aren't even hearing me this morning, sleeping in because it is school vacation week. But we'll still be here for you. If you don't get a chance to listen live because you're you're getting the chance to sleep in, we'll have the podcast later up, uh, up later on. So, how was your weekend? Seemed like a relatively quiet one. Uh, I kept it quiet. I didn't do anything on Saturday. Didn't even leave the house, did I? I don't think I did. No, I didn't. I stayed home and did something that I haven't done in forever. I watched a bunch of stuff that had built up in my DVR. When I, so I'm, I'm now a month removed, a month today from surgery. And when I was home recuperating, I was like, okay, I've got 50 something episodes of the Simpsons in my DVR. I hadn't kept up with it in a couple of years. I don't know why. I watched everything else. I don't know why I kept not watching those, but the more that number grew, the more I was like, I'll get to it eventually. And I had the entire run of Kolchak the Night Stalker in there. I've watched them before, but I, I wanted to have them in there because it was too cheap to buy the $60 DVD set. I had 20 episodes of Superman and Lois, which I forgot that I even watched because I hadn't watched it in a couple of years, but I was still recording it. So I was like, you know what? I got to start clearing some of this stuff out. Not that I was running out of space, but just I was tired of seeing it in the list. And over the last few weeks, I've gotten all caught up with The Simpsons. I've only knocked out a couple episodes of Superman and Lois, but I'll get to it. But I got all of the Simpsons out of there. I ended up deleting all the cold checks. And then I watched Oppenheimer. Because if you 
haven't had a chance to see it yet, if you have the Peacock streaming app, which many Xfinity users still do, it is now free on Peacock to watch. It is long, but it it didn't feel overly long as I was watching it. I just, I thought it was a good movie, but I didn't think it was a great movie. It'll probably win the Oscar. Not that I've seen the other Oscar-nominated films to compare it against, but it seems to be the favorite. But I just felt like it was a good movie, well done, but it didn't change my life having watched it. I certainly understood the situation a little bit better with Oppenheimer and the Manhattan Project. There's a bit of a scrubbing of the history so that you forget how much persecution he went through afterward. But then you come to find out that there's some stuff that Christopher Nolan just fabricated because he thought it would make it a better movie. Like the earlier, you know, the relationship that he had with Einstein as the Manhattan Project was getting started. Many experts have come forward and said there's no way Oppenheimer would have spoken to Einstein about what they were working on and asked for help. And there's no way Einstein would have given help. And that the two didn't really know each other that well at the time. They knew each other, but not well enough that he would go to him for help. And Nolan said, yeah, we basically just, you know, we, he went to some other people and we kind of just made it Einstein because that'd be more recognizable to people. Well, that's not, it's not the truth. So little things like that kind of take away from some of it. But I'm sure, like I said, if it doesn't win best picture, it'll certainly win a bunch of awards. I don't get wrapped up in those awards. I mean, I'll pay attention to see who wins. I probably won't watch the ceremony, but I'll probably check the list so that we can talk about it the next morning. But I, I gone are the days when I make sure that I see the movies that are nominated or actually I should change that statement. Back in the, you know, the late nineties, early two thousands, I would have already seen the movies that were nominated because as I've mentioned before, I love movies. I love going to the movies. I love watching movies. And I would have just seen them anyway. And also, there was a time when, at least it seemed this way to me, maybe I'm wrong, but there seemed a time 20, 25 years ago when the Oscar-nominated films had already been released to the video market by the time the Oscars came around that maybe that could just be a false memory on my part. But I think the last time I really cared if a movie won an Oscar was Goodwill Hunting. And now Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are the Dunkings. Actually, I saw that uh, they've produced a documentary about U2's concerts in Sarajevo. It's an AMC exclusive, but it won't be playing in Dartmouth, apparently. So, 
but I'm looking forward to seeing it at some point anyway. So yesterday, I actually got out of the house and I did a little paranormal investigating. We went to Miss Lizzie's Coffee, the coffee shop in Fall River. And Joe, the owner, who is always very happy to see us. I went with my friend Amanda, who you know is Spooky New England. She's been on Spooky South Coast before. And the first time I went and investigated the basement there was with my friend Mallory back in December. We didn't have a whole lot of time, so we didn't stay down there very long, but we got stuff right away. And we got a statement that came through one of our devices that I, I can't repeat on the radio, but everybody heard it clear as day. But then yesterday we had, uh, you know, the chance to spend as much time as we wanted down there. And we had a lot of things that were happening. Not only getting... Responses on the devices that we use, but we were getting, you know, the the, the light is on a sensor down there, the basement light. So when you come down the stairs, it turns on and then, you know, it's on as you're moving around. But then if you sit still long enough, it eventually goes out. But I was getting it to go out when I asked and to come on when I asked. And we had another device that I could get to set off and stop making noise when I asked. It was very, very fascinating. So Amanda has all that video. She's going to put it all together. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll write an article about it at some point when it's, when it's all ready. But it was just, uh, it was quite the experience. And I think Joe was saying that I'm the only person he's let down there so far. So me and Mallory and then well, Mallory and I and then Amanda and I. So I don't know. Maybe they're just waiting to talk to somebody. Maybe it's not anything to do with us and maybe it's just anybody. Who knows? But it was a very fascinating situation. One of the stories that I want to talk about today, I do, we can discuss the Fairhaven trash story. Because this is something that is happening more and more in South Coast communities. The idea that the town can't offer the service anymore. And it'll said be paid for by the residents, which... Sometimes it's a service that the town's already been offering and they decide to instead pass that cost on to the residents. Other times it's like in Wareham where they didn't offer town trash service, but people had been asking for it for years. And then they implemented it and instead of absorbing the cost out of tax dollars, they passed the cost on to the residents. And I've mentioned this before, but I had a huge problem with the way the trash situation went down in Wareham because for years there was a group that had operated around town 
going around and picking up trash off the side of the road because there was a there was definitely a problem with litter in the town, especially in the Glen Charlie area. Residents there were putting up signs asking people to stop throwing trash out their windows of their cars. There was just always trash on the side of that road. And this group would come out and do cleanups and they lobbied for there to be town trash service because part of the situation as they saw it was that because there was no consistency in trash pickup, a lot of people just had trash kicking around their yards. So not that they were just dumping things out in their yards. They would put their bagged trash out in their yards until they could take it to the dump or have it removed. But animals would get into it, especially in that Glen Charlie area where there was a lot of wildlife. Animals would get into it. It would get ripped open. It would end up everywhere. So they lobbied for quite a while for there to be town trash service so that everybody had access to getting their refuse removed and it wouldn't be laying around town leading to the possibility of it getting strewn about. And so the town moved forward and took a vote. It it ended up becoming an article in the town meeting warrant. And people wanted it, but when it came time to pick the service, the decision was made During COVID, if I remember correctly, it was the October 2020 town meeting. It happened during COVID under a tent outside with like less than 100 people present. And that small group of people voted for giving the contract to what was then ABC Disposal. And I don't know what the other deals were that were on the table. But this couldn't have been the best one. And so I'm, I'm looking at some of the information. We have the story at WBSM.com about the Fairhaven trash situation. And now because Fairhaven has a $2 million shortfall... And there's the possibility, you know, the the whole thing with the override and all of that. So without being able to have a Proposition 2.5 override, they're looking for ways to, to fill that budget deficit. And part of that was by implementing trash fees. And one of the starting point discussion figures that were thrown out was $100 per household per year. If that had been what they told us in Wareham, if, if, if that had been what they had decided, $100 a year per household, wouldn't have complained. That would have been fantastic. Now, again, you there's other, other ways that that could be offset. So it could be $100 a year, but it could also be $100 a year plus 
you know, pay as you throw. There's all these different ways that they can find to increase that amount. But if it was just $100 a year flat and somebody's going to come to my house and pick up the regular household trash, okay, I've got to pay extra if there's a mattress or a couch or something like that. I understand that. But $100 a year just to have my trash bags picked up, less than $10 a month, I would take that all day long. And I'm only generating trash for one from a one-person household. It's an even bigger deal. It's an even better value if you've got, you know, four or five, six people in your house because of the amount of trash you're putting out there. That's a fine figure, $100 a year. I would love that. But instead, we got hit with $365 a year. And the part that bothered me the most about it was that you couldn't have your own private hauler. Now, at that point, I had already had issues with ABC Disposal. I had already canceled ABC Disposal. And I went with a different company. I went with Nosset Disposal. And I was very, very happy with the service that I got from Nosset Disposal. They would come, they would empty my trash, they would put the barrels back. They were always upright. They would close, actually, they would leave the lid open so that I knew that they were emptied, but they would put them back in the space where I kept them. If I put some stuff out next to the barrel, they always picked that up and put it in the truck. If I threw out something that was a little bit bigger, they always picked that up. And then I could call them if I needed to get a bulky item removed. And the charge was depending on what they had to do with it when they got it. I was paying $35 a month and I was fine with that. But when they passed this new town trash program, Part of the contract with ABC Disposal required them to not allow private haulers to come in. So basically, they were forcing everybody in town to go to ABC Disposal or you could go purchase bags, specific bags, and bring them to the transfer station yourself. And that felt like a monopoly to me, not a, not a contract. They should have allowed for people to keep their own private hauler. The fact that they agreed to that, and it was less than 100 people that agreed to it in a town meeting that nobody intended to, to really go to. That was the decision that they made. So all I'm going to say is just keep an eye on this situation, Fairhaven. Keep an eye on this because this, is, this isn't like in Wareham where a town meeting had the vote. This is going to be voted on by the Board of Public Works. So just make sure that before you encourage the Board of Public Works to vote one way or another, that you understand all the ins and outs of what this is about. Again, $100 a year, to have 
your household trash picked up? I think most people would take that deal all day long. You're still going to be upset if it, you know, it was coming out of your tax dollars before and you weren't getting the extra charge. I get that. But in this particular case, if it means paying $100 versus losing that service altogether and having to go to a private company and paying what's probably $40 or more a month now, you're making out pretty well. But if it starts to get into some of that other stuff like I was talking about, just keep an eye on it. That's all that I'm saying. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and get involved in the discussion. I'm also going to talk about a very interesting request that came about from a, a Massachusetts school department to the National Guard in their high school. So we'll talk about that coming up as well. But right now, I've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back in. Say 508-996-0500. That is a number to call in and chime in. We'll take some calls coming up after the news. You can also send app chat messages on the WBSM app. And you can send open line voicemails on the WBSM app as well. It's all brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. And a shout out to Roger in Westport, who sent in an app chat message saying, I'm on my way to work. No day off for me. So I think a lot of people out there feel you. I don't know that President's Day is a day off for, for most people anymore. I think it's one of the, you know, is, is they're trying to make people work more. Well, you can work from home, but you're going to work President's Day. I think it's becoming less and less of a, of a holiday for folks. But you know who it's not a holiday for? Phil Devitt. He's here with the news for you. So let's go into the newsroom with Phil. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Two Minnesota police officers and a paramedic were shot and killed while responding to a domestic abuse call early Sunday in a Minneapolis suburb. Law enforcement sources say the suspected gunman died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. At least one person is dead and five injured after an overnight shooting at an Indianapolis Waffle House. Police say two groups of people got into an altercation leading up to the shooting. The investigation is in its early stages and authorities are still looking for witnesses. Joel Osteen's Houston megachurch held Sunday services a week after a woman opened fire in the sanctuary with a rifle. As a church, we could shrink back. It's dangerous. Let's hide our light. Let's just go under the radar. But this is a time to shine brighter than ever. The woman was shot and killed by off-duty law enforcement officers at Lakewood Church. Her seven-year-old son was also shot, but it's not clear by who. He remains in critical condition. Billed as a special service of healing, Osteen told the cheering congregation, quote, God's got us covered. GOP presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is slamming former President Trump for his silence on last week's death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Speaking on ABC's This Week, Haley suggested two possible reasons Trump has not responded to Navalny's on expected death in prison. Haley said either Trump believes it's, quote, cool for Putin to have one of his opponents killed, or Trump doesn't consider Navalny's death that important. The International Court of Justice in The Hague will start hearings on the Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories today. They're part of a Palestinian effort to get the international community to examine Israel's conduct as Israel continues its war to destroy the militant group Hamas in the Gaza Strip. A dense satellite returns to Earth this week. ERS-2 is one of the European Space Agency's advanced observation satellites. Most of the satellite is set to burn up on re-entry Wednesday morning 
with no clear prediction on where any remaining debris will land. And most Americans are unhappy with how the Biden administration is handling the influx of immigrants. That's according to new data from the Pew Research Center, which surveyed over 5,000 people and found only 18 percent of them said the U.S. is doing a very good or somewhat good job of dealing with the influx of migrants at the southern border. The data also found 57 percent of respondents said the current situation at the border was leading to an influx in crime in the United States. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Bruins host the Dallas Stars at TD Garden today at 1. Boston Celtics' Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum added 56 points to the East's NBA All-Star win last night in Indiana. They beat West 211-186, and the Celtics are off to Chicago to play the Bulls on Thursday. And now we check your President's Day forecast with ABC6. Mostly sunny skies this morning. Temperatures in the mid to upper 20s. Wind chill values in the upper teens. Bundle up. It's cold outside. As we head into the afternoon, plenty of sunshine. Temperatures climbing barely into the upper 30s. A few degrees below average overnight today. Clear in the upper teens. These are temperatures. Tomorrow, another beautiful sunny day, but cold. From the ABC6 Weather Center, a meteorologist has said El Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WB. This WBSM News Update brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto, 425 State Road, Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM. And get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Another manic Monday for a lot of people. Very few people have the day off. But that goes out to Mary, who is a teacher and who has the week off, yet is already awake. So I feel you on that, Mary. By the way, that song, although it was a huge hit for the Bengals, written by Prince. And you can't actually find, there is a recording out there of Prince performing that song. Uh, really quickly, we got some calls on hold. We're going to go to the calls in just a moment at 508 996 0500. But before I do that, I noticed as the sun is coming up, sun is starting to come up over the sky. That makes me think about solar energy. And I'm sure a lot of you out there have also thought about solar energy because you see all these advertisements about how you can get paid to go solar and how solar is essentially free energy and all these things. And yeah, there's some truth to some of it. Some of it's just gimmick. That's why you need to work with a solar company that you can trust. A, a company that will tell you whether it's better to lease or to buy, whether it's better to put it here or there, or how many panels you should actually have, or the most important question, is your home even a good fit for solar? Some of you may have a home that isn't, but these fly-by-night companies 
are going to come in and sell you solar panels anyway because they're just looking to make them quick buck and then they move on to the next community. But not Isaacson Solar. They are part of our community. They are based in Fall River. They are here on the South Coast and they are here to stay. They want to make sure that you are a good fit for solar. So if you want to reach out to them at IsaacsonSolar.com, you will get a transparent conversation, simple answers to all your questions, and if you are a good fit for solar, a free, no-obligation quote. So again, visit IsaacsonSolar.com today and see if solar is right for you. All right, 508-996-0500. Let's go to the calls. Uh, we have room for a couple of you, but we've got a couple calls on the line here. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hello. Hey, good morning. You're, uh, I, are you going to stick with the trash talk, or is it open topic? Um, well, it depends. Where do you want to go? Well, uh, first, when you're just talking that solar, um, a lot of people don't realize it, but there are solar panels that work in ultraviolet, and there are other ones that work in infrared. So if you're in a cloudy part of the country, uh, the intra, uh, ultraviolet are the ones that you want because that'll make the beams that make it through the clouds work in that kind of panel. But if you're in Arizona and they never get a cloud, uh, then you want the ultra or the infrared ones. So ultraviolet for uh, cloudy and infrared for uh, uh, full sun kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I have an office at Ames South. And when it gets summertime, uh, I used to have a solar panel in my window until it fell out. And uh, the, um, the eaves block the sun in the summertime, but in the uh, uh, spring, so, uh, spring, winter, and fall, uh, or the other way around, the uh, uh, sun falls right in my window. And boy, I used to, you know, it was a good setup just to have, uh, you know, a bunch of appliances running on solar. Saved me a lot of money and hassle. I, the other thing I was going to raise, are you keeping up with the uh, the uh, Trump case down in uh, Georgia? Yeah, I mean, I, I watched a lot of the testimony last week and um, saw, you know, basically, in, in my opinion, I know everybody's kind of looked at it in different, in different ways, um, but what I saw was a lot of stretching by the lawyers for the defense and a lot of... Um, you know, it, t it just seemed to me like they were trying to find that gotcha moment that, that wasn't there. Are you, are you talking about, you know, that's the one where uh, he's on the phone with the Secretary of State, right? He's saying, oh, right, well, I'm, ta I'm talking about the 12,000 votes. Yeah, I'm talking oh, about the inquiry into the 12, DA's office. Votes. It, well, the, the, the evidence against him is plain as day. It'll take 15 minutes to do that case. They play the tape, steal me 12,000 votes. Then they put the Secretary of State on the, uh, uh, on the stand and say, was this guy trying to talk you into uh, stealing votes for him so he could win the presidency? It, that case would be over so fast. And he's come up with every excuse for almost four years now about why he gets to get away with that. And then the case down there in Florida is even sicker because he stole American property. He didn't just steal top secrets. He stole all kinds of things. He stole some artifacts. He stole all sorts of stuff. And it's a simple case. He was at U.S. property on his land, and he refused to give it back. He hid it to make sure that America couldn't get it back. So he stole our stuff. 
And they, they're talking about this judge down there, crooked judge, because she, she refuses to deal with it as a simple theft of U.S. property. She wants to get into the top secrets. And so she's finding all these dirty lawyers, giving them a security clearance, and then they get to discuss top secrets in open court. Hmm. Now, it's bad enough that he had, like, uh, Betsy Ross's knitting needles and, and wouldn't give them back. But when it comes time to blackmailing America, that our top secrets that he was holding, he wants us to discuss those in open court. And then whether or not he's a thief is beside the point. It's that those top secrets are going to, what if it's a certain kind of weapons project that has $82 million on it or $82 billion on a weapons project? And he starts out it in open court so that all of a sudden $82 billion is up in smoke because of the top secrets. And, and you know, the, this guy is so sick. You know, he doesn't want to get caught, and he's got a pack of dumbasses that'll follow his every order in order to that America not only loses Betsy Ross's knitting needles and, and Israel loses artifacts, but that that rat gets to sit, not sit in jail for doing it. Blackmail in America. Well, I'm going to just hold you there because I got some other callers, but thank sure. you for the call. Have a good day. Thanks. And uh, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Jim. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm all right. Awesome, man. You're definitely sounding better. That's very positive. Thank you. Yes, uh, thank you. You're doing a great job. Uh, the topic this morning is very interesting. I just would like to chime in a little bit if I could. Uh, with the American people uh, being taxed and feed to death, uh, we want just a little bit more now for trash. How about a novel idea of taking that $160 billion, instead of sending it overseas, how about we help Americans with that? Well, I mean, there's something to be said for helping the company, helping the countries overseas helps America. Tim, right now, $160 billion to the Ukraine is not doing a damn thing for you and I, brother. What if the opposite, What if the other choice was that we were sending American soldiers over there? If you can come up with a good reason why we should put our families over there to fight that battle, then I'm up to hearing it. If they feel like that's I, what... I would not... If, if that was what was felt like needed to be done to hold back Vladimir Putin, then I could see that as being something that would happen. Okay, so you wouldn't have a problem with sending your son or your grandkids, would you? No, I'm saying I'd rather Personally, send. I'm would. saying I'd rather send money to, to to another country to have them fight it as a as a proxy battle. But why does it have to be either money or blood? Because this guy has to be stopped America one way or the other. Him. America is hurting him, and we're sending billions of dollars. Listen, overseas listen, listen, him. listen. Yes, sir. We can still help the people in America and still send that money overseas. We're not helping the people of America. That's the real. That's the real. Obvious. That's the real problem. Is that they're not doing the things that need to be done to help people. It that's has nothing to do with Ukraine. It has nothing to do with people coming into the country. You can do. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. So, folk, Tim, 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 they're not helping Americans. Right, and we can agree on that. That there can be more. More that can be done to help Americans. Well, they're not doing anything to help Americans. No, that's All not true. That's not true. Tim, come on, Tim. Come the on, Tim. Look at what let's, the economy is doing. Tim. Look at how many jobs have been created. 
Okay, Damn, they Damn, are doing Damn, things Damn, to help America. Hurting, you know it. Yeah, I didn't say it's not hurting, but you're saying they're doing okay. nothing to help. So, so instead of deflecting, why don't we keep the money here and take care of Americans that are hurting? Deflecting, you, you call you, the basis of your argument is a deflection. I'm I'm deflecting because I want the money that they're collecting out of our checks weekly. I want that to be taken into into America. The people of Ukraine, whatever tax money they come up with, that money should be good for the Ukraine. And then when they go on TV and tell us, well, you know, if we don't send money, we're going to have to send kids to fight. Let me ask you something, Tim. Do you really believe that Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi is going to send one of their family members to that battle? No, but what'll happen is if no, it's not right. if it's You're not right. if it turns You're into right. if it turns into NATO fighting fighting Russia instead of Ukraine fighting Russia, then we're going to be obligated to have to supply troops and money anyway. So Tim, this way I'll here, somebody you, else Tim, is doing the fighting for you. Let me ask you one more time, Tim. Do you believe in your heart that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are going to send their grandchildren to fight that war. Listen, I can't say one way or another. I, no, I, I don't I speak for them. Because you know the answer. You know the answer. Joe Biden Help sent America his son to fight. First. Help America first, Tim. America first. And if we don't have to pay extra on our taxes and we have a surplus and we can afford to help other countries, awesome, Tim. If we can help people that are coming over the border in Texas after we're done helping Americans and we can help them, that's awesome, Tim. Our system is is been in place for a couple hundred years. You can't jump the border in in in, uh, in Canada, can you, Tim? Nah, well, it, it depends. No, you can't. Tim. Yeah, but people so do it. So why is it acceptable to be able to jump the border in Texas if you can't do it in in Canada, Tim? Well, be honest, Tim. Will you please? <laughs> I am being honest. No, you're not being honest. You can't jump the border in, in, in Canada because they have laws and rules and regulations. Why is it that we don't have rules, laws, and regulations in America? You can just come in? We do have laws and rules and regulations. The problem but is those laws, rules, and regulations aren't working anymore. They're trying to fix those rules. And instead, you got Donald Trump saying to Republicans, don't vote for that because it'll, it'll hurt me politically. Tim, 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 Tim. Tim, the border crisis is because of two people, Joe Biden and Camilla Harris. That's it, Tim. The border, the border problem that's been going on for decades is a problem because of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Tim, 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 come on now, Tim. Be be honest, Tim. The border. I am being honest. You're just being short-sighted. You're just putting Uh, it into your political beliefs. I'm being honest with you, Tim. Because nobody came over the border illegally under Donald Trump. You're right. They got everybody. I'm not, Tim, I'm not saying to you we've never had a border crisis. What I'm saying is the border crisis right now, Tim, is... No, 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 no. Right now the border crisis is a problem because of Mike Johnson. That's why the border crisis is a problem. (laughs) There was a bill put forth that would make it so that they could have closed the border and they could have... No. Tim. You don't want... Listen. Listen, Donald yeah, Trump and Mike Johnson are, are responsible for any problems going on with immigration from this point on. Absolutely, Tim. And Joe Biden is doing a great job down there, right? Your vice president, Tim, who's in charge of the southern border, has she even gone there, Tim? They've got my vote. 
And that's and, and so yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome that they have your vote. That's that's great, and and that's the American way. But we're going down a real bad path, and people will actually get in line for four more years of this destruction, Tim. I'll take four more years of this as opposed to the four years we had before. I got to hold you there though, because I got to take a break. Thank you. Good good conversation as always. All right, we've got to take that break. I'll be back in just a few moments. Hey, as I mentioned, later on we're going to talk about the situation where there's a school, depart- a school department not too far from here uh, where the school committee has asked for the mayor to bring the National Guard in to help with security at their high school. That's serious stuff, to ask the mayor to, to reach out to the governor and ask the governor to send the National Guard for school security. So we'll talk about that. Also, we're going to talk a little bit, too, about the upcoming Patriot. Well, I shouldn't say upcoming. It's ongoing now. The Patriots documentary series on Apple TV+. Plus. We're working on getting the director on at some point this week to talk about it. But um, the first two episodes are already released. Um, I've had the opportunity to see more of the episodes that are out there. I've actually got access to all of them, but I haven't finished them yet. It is... A real inside look at everything that went on. They still didn't talk about everything, but they talk about a lot of things, including a lot of things that will be of local interest, hyper-local interest to here on the South Coast. But we'll talk more about that as well. And, of course, Jack Spillane coming up in the 8 o'clock hours will be turning on the light. All right, got to take one final break of the hour. We'll be right back. Um. All right, that.